What is up, Steel? Studians, happy Tuesday, October 12, 2021. Rolling along here, man. I'm just pausing and take a moment, take a breather, and reflect and think that it's already October 12th, and Steelers are getting ready for game number six of this NFL season. Incredible. So grateful and thankful that you're joining me here today on the study session episode 121. Two days removed from the Steelers' second victory over the Denver Broncos. Going to get more into the game analysis, my thoughts here a few days after in a little bit. But just want to take a moment to thank you so much, express my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Steel Study, for reading my work listening to the study sessions, listening to the Still Study podcast. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. Help me spread the message far and wide about the Still Study so that I can bring you more great content. I would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line at thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow at stillstudy on Twitter would love to get your question, comment, or even your feedback about the site on the show. I've started a new feature on Saturdays called the Steelers Saturday Mailbag on the study session where I feature questions that have been sent to me to my email account or via Twitter. So would love to hear from you. So please hit me up. Let's connect. So let's get into for this Tuesday and talk more about the Steelers' victory over the Denver Broncos with some space now in between me and the game, have a fresher perspective, maybe a different perspective, you know, going back through the game film. And one of the things I want to mention is that when I put out my honor roll list, and that comes out typically right after the game, One of my glaring omissions was leaving the offensive line off of that list because they did play tremendously well. In the running game, they got a push. You could see that push knocking that D-line back, creating space for Najee Harris. He had his best rushing performance of this young season, and hopefully that's a preview of what's to come. He also gave Ben Roethlisberger some time, which is – very, very important for his confidence and trust in that unit. And I have been saying, if you've been listening to the study sessions or the Still Study podcast or just been reading, I've been saying all along that around weeks four and five, we would get a true indication of what this unit is capable of and what its potential is. And if they are able to have that type of an output consistently, this can be a pretty good unit. And the thing to remember is it's a young group. A rookie at left tackle, a rookie at center, second-year player at left guard. Chooks is still young. Your only veteran being Trey Turner, but we're seeing them get some continuity, maintain their blocks, communicate better. And the performance on the field was admirable. So props to that O-line. And oh yeah, Von Miller didn't hit the stat sheet in terms of a sack. 
and that credit goes to a core four. And this Sunday, playing the Seahawks, they don't have a great defense. It may be the worst defense they've played all season. And so they should have another opportunity to get that running game going, dominate in time of possession, and take pressure off of Roethlisberger. Again, that running game is key to the success of this team this year. That's how they're going to have to win football games. We saw that blueprint yesterday. I think all along this is what they've set out to do, to prioritize the running game, to have Najee be that featured runner, and have Ben supplement the run with an efficient passing game and be Ben 2.0. That's something I hit on all offseason. We saw Ben 2.0 for the first time yesterday, and it looked pretty good. He showed that he still has the ability to throw the ball downfield. The bomb that Deontay Johnson was evidence of that. He got his playmakers involved. That little slant to Chase Claypool that he turned into a 50-plus yard gainer. And then the 18-yard touchdown pass to Claypool over the middle of the field, an area where he's been hesitant to go and be successful. He really had an all-around good game. Now, there were some plays where he had some near picks. The ball got batted. But in terms of best performance this season to give some hope that he could rebound, yesterday was it. It's a nice outing by Ben. And that performance was aided by the running game led by Najee Harris. Got to get those tight ends more involved in this offense, especially now with Juju Juju Smith-Schuster being out for the year. Sad to see Juju go out that way. More than likely, that is it for his time in a Steelers uniform, being that He has voidable years on his contract following this season. He more than likely will not be back with the team. But they're going to have to compensate for his absence. And I've been clamoring for Pat Freyermuth to get more opportunities in the passing game. He's getting a handful a game, and by handful, like maybe one or two. He was targeted more earlier in the season. But with Juju's injury, that's going to have to be a bigger fixture of this offense. And please know Eric Ebron. I know he had a nice catch yesterday, but he's unreliable. And then defensively, I'm not sure what's going on there yet. I think the... Strong performance. We saw that opening game versus Buffalo, and the Buffalo Bills are just on a tear. They they put it to Kansas City on Sunday. But as strong as they played in that opening game against the Bills, they've kind of swapped roles with the offense. The offense played well yesterday, but the defense was kind of spotty. Now, for three quarters, they did play extremely well, and I don't know if it was a shift in just trying to prevent the big play, which they weren't successful in stopping. But they gave up a lot of yardage. James Pierre gave up that big touchdown pass. That's the second time we've seen him get beat deep on a long ball, which is concerning. Hopefully that's not a characteristic of his game, that he can't defend the long ball. 
Hopefully it's just the product of being young and inexperienced, but that needs to be rectified. But also too, where was the pressure from the outside linebackers? Where's the pressure from TJ Watt? Where's the pressure from Alex Highsmith? And Highsmith had such a great preseason. Everybody was thinking that he was going to contribute in a big way. And the one play I want to mention with Highsmith is he got caught in the backfield out of position. And that resulted in the big run by Javante Williams. So we need to see those outside linebackers play better. There hasn't been a lot of continuity there. I know that Watts probably still coming back from that groin, as is Highsmith. Ingram was pretty quiet yesterday, but we need to see better play from the outside backers in terms of pressure because we're just not seeing it. And also, too, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's a gamer. He's a game changer. He's in a bit of a lull. And maybe it's just a matter of all these defensive players coming together, unifying, cohesing, not even sure if that's a term, gelling as a unit and getting back to playing some dominant defense. Getting Stephon to it will be important. Maybe he can get back there after the bye week, but the defense just right now doesn't seem As strong as it did in that opener, and I'm struggling to put my finger on it. Alex Kazora had an article, I think two weeks ago, where he talked about how the defense is playing more zone coverage because of its younger players in the secondary than the man they played in previous years, and that could be the reason why they're not getting as much pressure, and that's why they're only sending four rushers, which is an interesting concept. Sure, there's some validity to that, but we have to see this unit get better if they're going to compete. And then from there, I mean, they got the win, they moved to two and three, and now you have a very winnable game against the Seattle Seahawks this Sunday night. And here's what I'll say this team is beat up, they're weakened, they don't have their star quarterback. You're going to be playing against Geno Smith whom the last time he started a game, I can't even remember. But this this is a winnable game for the Steelers. I don't want to say it's going to be easy because typically these are the types of games where the Steelers bumble and stumble and lose, but they do have a history of playing well on Sunday night. It's not a good defense. Their offense is going to struggle. To me, if the Steelers want to stay in the race for a wild card spot, they have to get this win. So they've got to get this win. If they want to make the postseason, they have to win these games that they should win. And early on this week, I have I've got a pretty good feeling going into Sunday. Again. It's a game they should win, but I've got a. I get this feeling every once in a while about a Steelers game. 
I gotta, I just I have a good feeling. I can't say anything more than that. It's just one of those games I have a good feeling. Now, I wish I would have this feeling when they play the Ravens or the Bengals or the Browns, but I, I'm feeling it for Sunday. I'm feeling like things may align across the board this Sunday. And if they can get a big win, head into the bye week at 3-3, three and three, get healthy, and then maybe, just maybe, they'll be in a position to make a push. Got to keep the faith. It's still early, and anything could happen. They could revert back to their old ways this Sunday and choke, which I hope that is not the case. But let's hope they turn a corner and can get to 500 at 3-3. Three and three. Man, the week is so much better whenever the Steelers win. I got a little bit more pep in my step. Got a little bit more of a rosier outlook on life. Hey, and even my voice is starting to come back around, finally. Still not there yet completely, but all is good. And so study and study and study ends. That is the conclusion of episode 121 with your host here, Jeremy Ritz, on the study session. I want to thank you so much for joining me here today. It means the world to me that you are a supporter of the Still Study that you listen to the study sessions, the Still Study podcast, read my work, share it with your family and friends. Much love to you, you beautiful studians. Please give me a shout out via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. Give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. And with that, remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but you most certainly are. Make it a great day, everybody, and a great week. Rock it out. I will see you back here on Hump Day. Peace.